Some people are so on edge. They are just nervous. They're just fidgety. They're biting their nails. They're biting other people. I mean, they're just so nervous. They're really attacking other people verbally because their nervous system needs to be reset, you know? Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's Word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. Welcome to Mind Matters. You're here with Dr. J.A. Jones. I wanted to share with you briefly what I talked about last week. If you were with me, you got the picture. But we talked about the transforming power of a renewed mind, that we have the responsibility to control our thoughts and bring them into conformity to the will of God. We talked about how important that is, but also we are commanded to have the mind of Christ. You can have the mind of Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I want you to know you can have the mind of Christ. You can also have a sound mind. We talked about that, which is so important to feel secure in your thought life because God did not give you the spirit of fear, but he gave you power. He gave you love and a sound mind. Then we talked about the characteristics of a good mind, which are several things a ready, humble, fervent, willing and lowly mind. So those things are key. So at this point, we're going to talk about, and I thank you for being here, talk about the disciplines to retrain your brain and reset your nervous system. How we can take old patterns of thought and make them new. Now, to me, that's so important. I've studied some science. You know, I know psychology. I have a degree But I I know that a lot of times we don't understand the inward workings of our body, our brain, and how it impacts our life. Unless you go to a surgeon, a neurosurgeon or something like that, or you have a scan. But we do have a brain. Everybody has one, right? (laughs) And that's important. So I think it's important how our brain functions. So you got to know there are neural networks, there's dendrites, there's synapse, there's uh, neuron. Somebody said what fires together is wired together. Neurons that fire together is wired together. And it's so important for us to understand from the inside out what God has for you so your nervous system can be reset. Some people are so on edge. They are just nervous. They're just fidgety. They're biting their nails. They're just biting other people. I mean, they're just so nervous. They're really attacking other people verbally because their nervous system need to be reset. You know, they're just been hardwired to not just respond, but react, you know, based on their emotions. So we got to help somebody. And my goal is to help people to get to a better place. And I'm glad you're with me uh, listening. So I'm going to show you from science as well as scripture, how to retrain your brain and I'm doing it in mind, and reset our nervous system, right? So the first thing is this. You have to pay attention and control how you respond. That's correct. You have to pay attention and control how you respond. Now, I didn't say how you react. 
but how you respond. How do you respond to who? To God. That's the first person. God created all of us. We are the handiwork of God. You and I, sir, I want you to know, ma'am, you are God's masterpiece. He didn't make any junk. When he created you, he created you for a purpose, and he created you divinely to do great things. So how do we respond to God? Pay attention to it. I like this thought. I will place my faith in Jesus Christ to save and indwell in me. You know, I want God to live in me through his son. I will be yielded and filled with the spirit of God. How I respond to God by saying to myself, I'm going to yield my will to God and allow him to fill me with whatever he wants. And that's with his spirit with his grace, with his power, with his love, because God cares about us. I will have daily time with God in prayer. That's the ways that you and I can retrain our brain, and then we actually reset our nervous system. Scripture dictates that in Psalms 88, chapter 88, verse 9. I will have daily time with God. How? In prayer. Now, what is prayer? Prayer is just talking to God. Bottom line. Giving your heart and talking to God. Prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. It's how we interact with God. Some people just talk to God, but they don't listen. Just like they talk to other people, right? Are you talking to other people, but you're not listening? I think it goes both ways. The second thing and how to pay attention and control how do you respond so you can reset your nervous system. You have to respond to God's word. You have to put it in action. I will read scriptures daily. I personally read scripture daily. Not once a month, not once a week, but I read it daily. There's a principle that says, How can a young man cleanse his way? That's a question. And then it says, by taking heed thereof according to God's word. Right? I mean, God's word is powerful. It's sharp. It's quick. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God would get into our joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the intents of our heart. So that's one way in how, or a couple of ways so far, in how we retrain our brain and reset our nervous system. I will memorize and meditate upon scripture. I love this one. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Wow. That I might not sin against thee. A sin against God. So there's something about hiding something. Have you ever hid something and then you couldn't find it? (laughs) I'm pretty sure you have. (laughs) I've done that before. I've I put something here. I said, I'm going to hide it. I'm going to put it away. Then I got to find somebody to help me to find what I hid. Then it's not hidden any longer. I may want to surprise somebody. But that's what you got to do with the word. You got to put it so deep within you. You have to get emotionally and intellectually involved with God's word. Because that's the second thing. You got to do that. I love the principle where it says in Psalms 1, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Joshua says something similar. Chapter 1, verse 8. 
This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Why? That you can observe to do according to all that is written. Then, and only then, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. This is an individual that is faithful. I think God has called everybody to be faithful and success is inevitable. So the first thing I said in order to pay attention to how we control our lives and how we respond, we got to respond to God first. We got to respond to God's word. Then is how we respond to other people. I will be attentive to others and moderate my responses to them. I love what James says, a powerful book in the Bible, (laughs) James chapter one. Now this has helped me to calm my anger. Back in the day, I used to be very, very angry. So my nervous system was, was very heightened, very sensitive. It says this, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Now, if that doesn't slow you down, I don't know what will. A Mack truck can't slow you down. You gotta understand this verse and how it can help your mental health, your mental wellness, and how you interact with people you care about, right? We care about people, but why are we still angry? Why are we still nervous so much? Why are we all still on edge? I know society will cause you to go faster than you want to go. I know society will cause you to think thoughts you really don't want to think, but we can take control of that as we retrain our brain, as we are starting to refire our neural networks and what is fired together, we're wired together. So we have to understand what it means to respond to others. Whosoever keep his mouth, I love this principle, and his tongue keep his soul from trouble. Now, that's a powerful verse in Proverbs 21, 23, right? You can keep your mouth and your tongue and your soul. Your soul is your mind, how you think, your will and the choices you make, and your body. Actually, your body is different. Your mind, your will, and how you feel because your feelings are expressed through your body. You can save yourself from trouble. (laughs) Trouble comes to all of us, but I think we have a level of control. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. I love that principle in Proverbs 16. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Wow. How can we not get with this program? I hope what you're hearing me say, you got to pay attention to God and how you respond You got to pay attention to God's word. It'll help you to respond better. I know we all got to pay attention to others. And then we got to go forward. And as we're paying attention to others, we got to be responsible to spiritual authority. Everybody has a level of authority. I am in authority because I am under authority. Because I have people that I answer to, people that I am accountable to because I have a responsibility. Because if you understand spiritual authority, you can understand the authority that you want to have, which God would give to you because you're under authority. You got to understand the value of fellowship with God's people. Hebrews 10 tells us 
not to forsake the assembly of ourselves together as the manner some people are doing it. But when we come together, it's amazing what happens in community. When you come together, you're sharpening, you're encouraging one another, you're sharpening one another. So we got to do that. The fourth thing is this. Understand this. God is important. God's word is important. Others are important. But how do you and I respond to adversity? Wow, that's so important. Adversity, things that kind of concerns us, things that kind of comes against us, things that kind of can wear us down. A lot of times I talk about childhood adversity, how it starts as children, this adverse experience, and then it carries over into our adult life. So we got to know that, and we can say this, I will respond to adversity with faith and joy. One scripture says in James, this is how you can respond, right? Not react, but respond with intelligence. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Then that thing goes on or that verse goes on and say, let patience have its perfect work. That's so important. How do we respond to adversity? The second thing is this. I would think on good things and not dwell on negative things. Negativity is easy to find. Positivity is not as easy to find. Let me say that one more time. Negative people, they're around. But positive people, they're not around as much. And I think God has called us to be positive and not negative. Know that today. It's so important as we go further. And under adversity as well, I will live by faith and cast my cares upon him because he cares for me. That is so important to know. As we go forward, God is good. I thank you for listening. I got a lot more to say. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org, or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. We must learn to respond, not react to stress because that's important. There's so many people in our society that are stressed, 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 stressed out, stressed up, however you want to look at it. Uh, Recently, when I go to my uh, primary and uh, one of the questions is, are you stressed? (laughs) And other people have told me the same thing. And obviously, science have studied that stress can cause illness and cause so many things to go wrong in our life. So we have to learn how to respond instead of react. React is more emotional. Responding is more intellectual. That means you have the information you want to say versus just saying anything that comes to your mind because it's all about how your mind functions and how your mind matters to God, but how your mind should matter to you. 
So that means we have to slow down our responses and think, think, and think. What is the appropriate response for the current situation? We got to slow it down and think about it, right? What are the possible results of my actions? So that means we have to think about what we're thinking about. Most people don't do that. They do what I call put their foot in their mouth. Have you ever heard of that expression? I'm pretty sure you have at some way or another, in some form or some fashion. I'm a person that used to do that a lot. So I've learned not to put my foot in my mouth. Uh, And going forward, I've learned not to do that by responding because it's embarrassing. It's shameful. So when we respond thoughtfully to stressful situations, we retain a brain to use it as it relates to the executive portion of our brain rather than the emotional part of our brain. We have the prefrontal cortex, which is the command center in how we think, and then we have the emotional part of our brain, which is the limbic system that controls our emotions. So many times people are showing their emotions in what they say and do versus showing their intelligence. We want to respond and show our intelligence instead of our emotions. Because the goal here today is to help you as you're tuning in and as you're listening how to discipline and retrain your brain so you can reset your nervous system. And we have said we will pay attention to God. We will pay attention to his word. We will pay attention to others. And we will pay attention to adversity. And then we have to understand how to respond by understanding our spirit and our emotions, right? The fifth thing, I will not allow stinking thinking in my self-talk and how I speak to others. That's so important, right? That can impact you emotionally. That can impact you spiritually. So it's a choice. Stinking thinking. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 18, 21, one of the most powerful verses as it relates to our words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it, guess what? They're going to eat the fruit thereof. I have been listening to death a long time. I'm talking about negative people, pessimistic people, people that put me down and not there to help me. That's all right. If you want to guide me in a certain direction, if you want to correct me and help me, but if you're constantly trying to put me down and put you up, that can be negativity. So I've learned that not to listen to it, but I've learned to speak life. I can. I will. I am encouraged. I am anointed. I am somebody going somewhere. So we have to pay attention and control how we respond to our emotions. I will be attentive to my emotional and physical and spiritual cycles of strength and weaknesses and moderate them. We call that monitor and moderate. The word monitor means to pay attention. Moderate means to self-regulate. So we have to understand this fifth area that we should pay attention to our emotional, physical, and spiritual cycles because we do go through cycles. 
we all go through some level of a cycle. I mean, it may be funny, but uh, it's almost like a washing machine. It goes through so many cycles, right? You got a washing machine? I got a washing machine. Most people do. If you don't, it is what it is, right? So we do understand the cycles, and we have to be patient with each cycle because the goal is for us to get to the cycle where there's a washing machine, where there's a dryer, and then you can get to the end goal of clothes being clean and clothes being dried. So we have to pay attention to our emotional makeup, our physical, and our spiritual. I have overcoming power in Christ. Once we understand how to respond to our spiritual life and our emotional life, we have to know that we have overcoming power and we got to know the source of it. One principle tells us in Romans 8, 37, we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. What can separate us from God's love? Sir, ma'am, I want you to know there's nothing that can separate you from God's love because you're more than conquerors through him. God loves you. God gave his best. So nothing can separate you, nor life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor spiritual wickedness, nor spiritual powers. No matter what happens, God loves you and I. I will not allow worry and stress to control me. When you understand how to respond to your spiritual life and your emotional life, you draw the line. You set boundaries. You say it to yourself, and hopefully you do. You have to say this. I will not allow worry and stress to control me. You know, it's all right to talk to yourself. I talk to myself. I tell myself, self, don't go there. Self, you're not going to do it today. You got to control. I call myself by my name. I said to myself, and I called my name. I said, I will not allow this issue to control me. I am not going to be stressed out. I know the old saying goes around, we are too blessed to be stressed. We definitely are. We're blessed by the best. God has blessed you, sir. God has blessed you, ma'am. God has blessed all of us. So we got to walk in that blessing. Don't let a burden take you down. Let a blessing take you up. That comes from God. Why is that? I will trust God with every detail of my life. What about you? I will trust God with every detail of my life. Whatever I do, I'm going to trust God. I love another principle, and I live by this, Psalms 37. I believe it's verse 23. Yes, the steps of a good person or a good man, they are ordered by God. And that's powerful to know that God knows where you're going before you go there. God knows the thought that you think before you think it. It could be a thought of the past. It could be a thought from childhood that is still on your mind for some reason. It could be a thought where somebody did something to you that you didn't like. But you got to know that you do not have to allow worry and stress to control and guide your life. The sixth thing is this, your body. It's important. It is so important to pay attention and control how you respond to your body. I will not engage in health risk 
behaviors because my body belongs to God. I will treat my body as Christ would treat his body. The principle is this in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. It tells us, For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Wow, to me, <laughs> that that's so important, right? We all got a body. We see each other body. We're looking at a person from the outside and eventually get to know them from the inside when we have a conversation with them. But a lot of times we're looking at a person body. We judge them by the body. But it's important for us individually as we respond to not engage in health risk behaviors. Now, whatever that may be to you, I think working out is important. I don't think putting things in our body that is not meant to be in our body, you know, that's not good, right? You know, whatever health risk behavior I'm talking about, you got to realize that your body is not yours. It belongs to God. God created you for his glory. Remember, for his showcase, God is putting you on display because you and I are God's handiwork. I will, I'm talking about the body now, I will be attentive to my health, knowing that my body will warn me when I am not trusting God. Wow. Your body will let you know because we're talking about the disciplines that it takes to retrain your brain and reset your nervous system. You need to do that so you can be less nervous. You know, sometimes we look at person and we can see people. Why are they so nervous? You can look at them. You can walk by them in a store. You drive by them on the highway and you say, wow, that person is in a hurry. It's all right to be in a hurry, but you can see when they're nervous, right? So you got to realize that you have to be attentive and know that your body will warn you when you are not trusting God. We know the principle. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways. You got to acknowledge him. Guess what God is going to do? He will direct your path. And you must not be wise in your own eyes. You got to fear the Lord. You got to depart from evil. And it will be health to your navel and marrow to your bone. Now that's powerful. That means God cares about your body. God cares about everything that you care about, but he cares about you physically. So as we understand, as you're listening, you got to pay attention because I'm helping you today to reset your nervous system. So you won't have to be nervous when you're around certain people. You don't have to be afraid of yourself or afraid of others. Sometimes we don't know what we'll do until the test is upon us, and that's all right. But you can get better by paying attention to how you respond to God. You can get better by paying attention to how you respond to God's word, how you respond to other people, because your life should be lived vertically first before you're trying to live life horizontally. God will show you as you stay connected with him vertically, look up to the hills with cometh your help because your help comes from God which made heaven and earth. You got to know how you respond to adversity. You got to know how you respond to your life spiritually and your emotions to your spirit. And you got to know how you respond to your body. It's so important because of these disciplines, they must be a part of your life 
And when they are a part of your life, guess what? You're going to have better emotions. You're going to be better at regulating your emotions. You're going to be better at controlling your thoughts and your speech. You're going to be able to discover more options for certain behaviors. You're going to have increased health. You're going to have more faith-filled and an optimistic attitude. A wise man speaks because he has something to say. A foolish man because he has nothing to say. I'm so glad you hung with me today as it relates to the topic of disciplines and retrain my brain and reset your nervous system. But the next time we're together, we're going to talk about your mindset matters and how it matters to God. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073. Thanks again for listening. Stay mindful and keep striving for improvement because your mind matters to God.